Bulls lose again. Oh, my guest already here. Damn, I didn't realize he was there. My bad, C-Dub. I can't hear you, bro. I can't hear you. That ain't nothing on my end. What's going on, people? We're going to work on getting C-Dub's everything going. Let me make sure it's not on mine. Can y'all hear him? But what's going on, beautiful people? Um, Bobby's in the building. What's going on? Yo, what up, man? C-Dub was here. I couldn't hear him. He left. He's going to come back, though. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. But uh, what you think about this game, man? I, I I'm not as disappointed in this game. The Bulls really fought hard in this game, bro. Like I, I I'm not disappointed in this loss. What about you? Um. I wanted it because I seen, I felt like it was a lot of plays that were made to you be like, damn, these guys can really win this game tonight. Like yeah. the Derrick Jones Jr. dunk, man, that had me. I had both of my kids on each side of me, and I, <laughs> I had to jump up. You know, they little, so they had to look at me like I was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I jumped up out of that, and then we seen um, Kobe White dive on the floor for a ball or something, and I feel like that needs to be done more often. So I feel like uh, – we definitely should have won this game. So I'm I'm satisfied with the effort, but man, it's, it it sucks to go on a four game losing streak now. Definitely, definitely. C Dub, are you guys hear me now? Yeah, there you go. We can hear you now. Oh, what's up? How you doing, Hayes? Man, I'm good, I'm bad bro. About I'm good. How you feeling? I mean, I'm feeling great, man. Even though we lost, I still feel great, man. I'm hey, happy. listen, that run in the in the, the second half of the second quarter and third quarter, that was some. Listen. Io played his ass off in that third quarter. And people, Zach played his ass off too, don't get me wrong. But I think a lot of the little things that people overlook, Io did a lot in that. He he got us a lot of extra possessions. He, he got some highlight assists in there. He oh, played yeah. hard. Uh, I really love seeing Io. But, again, this was a game that we needed to see from Zach. Zach has not looked himself really since the All-Star break. Right. Zach played great this game. Um, and aggressive. I agree. Uh, trying to do what he did. I like this. I like that we were actually going to Zach, the actual hot hand late in the game and not just overdoing it with DeMar like Billy Donovan just, uh, does a lot of times. Yeah. Listen, yeah, the, the, the team lost by six. Don't get me wrong. A four-game a four game losing streak sucks ass. But overall, how this team played today, there's a lot that you can build off of, whereas the last three losses were just like, hey, man, what y'all doing? <laughs> man, for real, dude. Yeah. Hey man, I gotta get shots out to uh my man uh Ayo Dusumo, man. For it sure. feels like he's been getting picked up picked on the last couple games, but he yeah. actually, like you said, been doing some great things. For um sure. those are some all-stars he's playing up against, and he's holding his own. He's holding his own. Now, Drew did give him some work in the fourth quarter, he right? Did. Like let's let's be real. He gave him some work in the fourth quarter, but you gotta keep in mind, Ayo's a rookie, and that's not to make an excuses, that's just to really identify it. And, and Drew is a veteran. When you if you look at a rookie and a veteran, who are you gonna trust down down the stretch? You're gonna always trust a veteran. He's always exactly. so, so, you know, it, it it is what it is there. But I really like what we saw from this team. Uh Bobby, I'm coming to you first on this question. The Tristan Thompson, Nikola Vucevic uh experiment of playing them together. How do you feel it went in this game? First of all, on our show, Chicago Bulls show with Cognac Boys, I called for this our last show after the the loss to the Atlanta Hawks. I said that that um, Tristan Thompson inserted a lineup 
will be good for Vooch because Vooch, it seems like he, he doesn't really like to play in the paint, in my personal opinion. And Tristan Thompson, he's that rough rider. He's that dog. He doesn't care contact. He doesn't care about contact. And he clearly just stated last night that he down to wrestle this game. So you let him be, you know what I'm saying, the guy in the middle. So, and then you let Vooch just do what he do. You know what I'm saying? Go in the paint a little bit, but mostly hang out on a three-point line or you know, get that little 17 foot jump or whatever. But I pretty, I liked it. I don't really, I'm not, I don't really care about what the analytics say because, you know, all during the uh, the broadcast, they, well, with Tristan Thompson on the floor, they're a negative 23. I don't really care about that because you see that when Tristan Thompson's on the floor, he's a great communicator and he holds his guys accountable, even though he's, you know, still kind of fresh on the team. So I still feel like the experiment was pretty good and it's definitely still, um, some ways that they can improve because be real when you say Javante green guard and Giannis, you're like, there's no way this guy can stop Giannis. He's yeah. way too small. Yeah. We love Javante green, but come on, bro. He's hella small. So I definitely love the experiment. Okay. All right. But, uh, Cedar, what, what did you think about it? Uh, honestly, me personally, I didn't like how it looked out there. I'm just going to be mm-hmm. honest, dude. Uh, Tristan Thompson, he's good for a couple offensive rebounds. You know, he's good for talking a, a big, mean game. But just like Lil Dirk say, when you jump off the porch, you are a hooper. You ain't really tough. <laughs> like so, so, look, look. Uh, Vooch, is, we're just going to have to deal with Vooch. And somehow he's going to play. He's going to have to play some defense down the stretch. He's, he, I think he played pretty well today. Let's that's, that's not get it wrong. I think he played pretty well today. Um, it's kind of an oxymoron with uh, Vooch in defense, especially this last month or since the All-Star break. Uh, but we, I just can't deal with that, that two-headed monster. We can't. We can't do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to actually side with C-Dot. Like, I, I, on paper, right, this is what I'll say. On paper, their skill sets – are two skill sets that you would think would be able to play very well on the court together. However, in practice, it did not look good in real life. Like it just didn't. Like, <laughs> like and, and and you know, it, it's it's something about it that it like a Tristan Thompson is like as a center, he's not as slow. When you talk about him playing anything powerful, like he literally is out there moving around, like, oh, which way do I go? Which way do I go? <laughs> like, and, and so, like, I, and I really do like, and I don't want to shit on either one player, right? I really do like Tristan Thompson, I like what he brings to this team um, and everything. Um, but it's him and Vooch just doesn't doesn't do it for me. We need Patrick Williams back. We need like something because it's, it's that's not the answer for me that I think that they thought it was going to be. Um, like I said, on paper, just looking at their skill sets, yeah, you you can you can convince yourself to say, let me start these two players together. But at least so far in what I've seen, it looked better than I thought against Atlanta in in shorter amount of time together, and then it looked way worse than I thought it was going to coming into this game. So right now, I'm at the I'm at like yeah, it's just that's fair. I mean, me personally, I feel like that's when uh Billy Donovan should have made the adjustment to keeping Derek Jones Jr. in the game. Because oh, yeah. he might not have the girth or the, the shoulder, the oh, broad yeah. width, you know what I'm saying, the broad shoulders that Giannis have, but yes. he definitely provided a lot of energy on the not, defensive end and not and, and definitely on the offensive side as well. And not only that, 
Derrick Jones Jr., when he was guarding Giannis, while he's not nearly as strong as Giannis, and seeing seeing Derrick Jones Jr. next to Giannis is so funny because Giannis <laughs> isn't the bulkiest person, but damn, is Derrick Jones Jr. skinny. Skinny but is what hair. I will say, though, is that he used his length very well against Giannis, yeah. at the, at, in, especially in that third quarter to where he was frustrating him. Not, not Nobody can stop Giannis. Right? We have nobody on this team who can stop Giannis, but I really did like the the time that I saw Derrick Jones Jr. up against him, and I was, it was good to see Derrick Jones Jr. get a dunk too, because since he's come back from the hand injury, he's basically not really giving us much offense. Yeah. Um, and so it was nice to see there, but it's just, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to add one more thing. Oh, I definitely will take Tristan Thompson over the B word, aka Tony Bradley. Oh so, yeah, I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go. Like, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the Tony Bradley is quickly approaching the Cut rational time. hate I had for Alfonso McKinney. Like it's just now that we have a competent backup center, it, it frustrates me even more. How how much we've had to see of Bradley over the course. Oh, yeah. don't worry, Hayes. He's getting ready to get cut when the guys come. He's getting cut. <laughs> yeah, I, I've already said he's not. He's not going to be be on the team at the start of the season. Um, all right. So we we talked about uh, a little bit about Zach Levine. I want to get into Demar Derozan in this game. Started off the game one for eight. I think he started yep, off. He really did come one for eight. Really did come around. But the one thing that I noticed about Demar, especially in this thing, the Bulls didn't replicate what they did in the third quarter in the fourth quarter. Um, but in that third quarter, Demar doing what I've been asking for him to do. Right, he gave up shots to hit Javante Green in the corner. He gave up shots to hit Kobe a couple of times and shots that he probably would have got the foul call on if not made it because we know DeMar makes wild shots. And it really did change the way that, that at that point the Bucks had to guard uh, the Bulls because they couldn't zero in on Zach. They couldn't zero in on DeMar because Io, Javante Green, Derrick Jones Jr. were killing them during the stretch. Oh yeah. What do you guys think about that? I know, I know people in the chat are going to say iso ball. It's not necessarily iso ball, but in this game, people actually moving without the ball and, and DeMar giving him that ball. What did you think about it, C-Dub? I think it was uh, an excellent thing for uh, DeRozan to do this game. I, th- I wish he would have carried it on more into the fourth quarter. He got more into the iso ball. I think he shot the ball like maybe six or seven times, straight times down the floor in that fourth yeah. quarter. And I was kind of getting pissed off. Like, you know, DeMar, you've been playing well, but your teammates are playing so well. They're eager to play now since you're involved in them. They ready mm-hmm. to play. You should have kept up that motion. But, you know, he's a shooter. Shooter's going to shoot. But he has to find find that mix, and he has to find that void during the rest of this season. Like, man, when do I shoot? When do I get my teammates involved? Because if he gets his teammates involved, it give us a better chance to win, man. We had a chance to win this game, man. I wish he would have yeah. started the fourth quarter like he, like he ended that third quarter, dude. Yeah. He definitely would have yeah. had a better chance. Yeah, yeah so – me personally, I like to I appreciate everything that DeMar does, but I feel like at times when a game gets tight, he stagnates the offense a bit. So I definitely would have liked to see him, you know, move, continue to do what he was doing, like you guys said, um, because he definitely had some, you know, some passes to get Javante Green to hit a three. And then if he um he took he started to go on like his his ISO game, I guess if you if you want to call it that, around like the five and a half mark. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to myself, like, it's too early. It's too early. And that's when the Bulls started to let, you know, let Milwaukee Bucks gain the lead. So DeMar definitely has to um, find his way a little bit more and definitely just keep his teammates involved because 
you already know the the, the Bulls are being hunted now. Everybody yeah. know that the Bulls are good, and they know that Demar is getting all his recognition. So, and they know that Demar wants to hit that that shot at the top of the circle. So, like he got to go ahead and continue to move that ball, man. Yeah, and and with and with with teams that play really good defense, right? And this isn't to, to shit on Demar or anything like that, but Demar has three specific spots he tries to get to on every play, and usually he not. I want to say usually he's going to knock down a shot, even if you do throw good defense on him. But when it comes to crunch time and you're not trusting your teammates, it's easier to stop oh. because once they collapse two or three people on him on those different spots, he he likes to get on either elbow, right, and yeah. then at the top of the key. That's the anything in between there. Demar is usually money. But right. teams are starting to adjust now. The way that they defend is that they are rotating out on him right, literally right before he gets to one of those spots. And then mm-hmm. he's forcing up the shot still. And he's not getting calls like he was at the beginning of the season he's either. Not, and so the combination enough. of those two things have left the offense getting stagnated. Now, the three of us recognize this, right? And I'm sure out of the hundred and something people we got viewing <laughs> this, about 80 of those realize this too. My question is, why the hell hasn't Billy Donovan realized that NBA defenses now know what, what he's trying to do? Oh, man, my God. Man. Billy Donovan, dude. <laughs> I, uh, these last three games has really exposed Billy Donovan. I'm not – wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too far. He's did a good job. We are 39 and 25, which is terrific. But now these great teams, you've seen our record, we have zero wins against the, the top competitive teams. The competing teams for the championship. That means great coaches, Eric Spostra, um, I mean, et cetera, the others. Yes. They're crushing him in the coaching game. They destroy him. When are we going to figure out how to guard the, the top of the key pick and roll? When? <laughs> when Patrick Williams comes back, because Patrick Williams pick and roll defense. For real. And Man. Lonzo Ball. Um, listen, I, and the thing is, is that, Bulls were, were, I think, leading the league at one point in pick-and-roll defense. That completely went away, and that's because I believe now fully that Lonzo Ball was literally like, Booch, move your ass. I'm going <laughs> uh, I'm going over. You go under. Move your fucking ass, Booch, because Man, now that he doesn't have – and listen, Io is great as he is. Io is not going to be vocal to, no. to, to, to Booch. We, we, so it's it's things like that. But, like, Billy, Billy Donovan at this point is really frustrating me because, like I said, 90% of the people between who are on this panel right now and the people watching have identified what the other teams are identifying. And Billy Donovan seems like he's just seen it like, oh, yeah, they're, they 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 know where DeMar's going, but DeMar still go there anyway and shoot the ball. Billy, coach. Like, this coach. Is, you literally get Man. paid $3 million a year to coach. Why are we picking up on shit that you're not picking up on? Man, it's, it. it's literally one or two steps forward. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, just literally step one or two steps forward and at least help. It seems like he always playing for the drive, and I'm like, bro, damn it, every guard in this league can shoot for the three. Damn it, everyone. Like, if you want to, you probably can count a good three. You know what I'm saying? And probably one of them on the Houston Rockets, Houston Rockets, and he ain't even playing this season. And the other one on the LA Lakers talking about some he ain't had no expectations. But that's an argument for another day. But <laughs> Billy Donovan, um, DeMar DeRozan, I feel like exactly exactly what y'all said, those shots at the top of the elbow, those are his spots. But I feel like if you watch like the the first two quarters of the game, he was getting down towards the baseline and hitting those shots right there. 
And I feel like you gotta, I feel like he should mix it up a little bit. And definitely just be patient. And then Vooch, come on, bro. The man frustrate the hell out of us. I know he frustrate the hell out of you, Hayes, because every time we tune in, you talking about it. Because literally, it's one or two steps forward. Like, man, it's, 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 it's crazy. It, it definitely make you want to have a drink, meditate, close your eyes, do, do something. Because you're like, bro, if I was out there, I'm short as hell, but at least I know to step up. Two steps. Come on, bro. <laughs> Let me yeah, we pose a question though. It, okay. It, what do y'all think about college coaches that have a lot of success in the college field, then come to the NBA and just think they can just do their college thing in, a, in the NBA and think that a fly back? I will I say this, at least off the top of my head, I'd have to sit back and really look at it. But Billy Donovan is probably one of the most successful coaches that had big success in college and has. He made it to the finals in the NBA. A lot of college coaches don't do that. Right. Like, what What did Rick Pitino do in the NBA? Now, he never <laughs> made the finals, right? No. Like, so so it's 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 very rare that a college coach even has the level of success that Billy Donovan does. But I will say this. Like, this, that's why college coaches are players' coaches, because players love them, right? They may yeah. even be good at recruiting and, and bringing in free agents that people want to come and play for you. But at the end of the day, like, it remains to be seen. But – what I'm saying is that I and I'm I'm on record. I've been saying that I'm not going to go on record to officially say this, but I'm saying this right now. Unless something miraculous happens, next season is Billy Donovan's last season as the Chicago Bulls head coach. Oh, Mark wow. my words. Man, oh, wow. I can see it because, like, honestly, oh, wow. like Billy Donovan, he's slow with the adjustments, and you know what I'm saying. Like, he's slow to it. Like in the Miami Heat game, mm-hmm. first right out the gate, we're gonna blitz Vooch. We're gonna make him uh do a bad pass, and then on the offensive side, we're going to run high pick and roll. Billy Donovan sat back and let it happen until the game got way out of hand. The momentum was totally on Miami's side before he even tried to insert anything. Then the Bulls going to run. Then they come back out, all lackadaisical in the third quarter, and then boom. You let Miami Heat take off again. Now we getting blown out or getting our ass whooped, and now you want to say, all right, time out. Let me make an adjustment. He's too slow. But he still, you got to look at his record, he's still pretty successful more than other college coaches because we definitely had some trash. I can't even remember the man's name a couple years back who we had on our team, coach from Iowa State. What was his name? Oh, Hoiberg? No, you yes, Hoiberg. See? <laughs> what? That's it. That's no, 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 no. Tim some, are, some of Hoiberg's issues, too, were that the front office told him they were going to get younger and more athletic and signed Rondo and Dwayne Wade. Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, but uh, I, I see where, I see where you're going at with that. But yeah, but yeah I, I really, and the reason why I say that I don't think Billy's going to be the coach unless something changes is because listen, Billy came into this team, right? We, he didn't have the roster that he had now. And you really wanted to cleanse the palate of Boylan being here, which he really stunned oh a lot of growth of players. And Billy Donovan was able to help this front office evaluate what players they wanted to keep, what players they wanted to let go. We saw a bunch of trades they made last season that set up what we did this offseason. And now this team is looking to compete. And because of that, you know, if he continues to get outcoached in this way, especially when you look at playoff basketball, I think AK and Eversley look and say, hey, Billy, we're glad at what you did. You helped us. Change the culture here, but you gotta go, bro. And we 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 wish you luck on your next venture. But we gotta go, and we gotta bring somebody else. For real, definitely. Interesting. Might have to okay, we gotta yeah. wait. See that out. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah definitely right. might have that. And and I would not be surprised at all if AK and Eversley are are right now looking. And this is not to say that they don't have trust in Billy Donovan, but you know, you you gotta look ahead. And if they're not saying, hey, there's a couple of assistants out here that maybe we need to watch over the next year. Yeah, sure. For sure. Just stay away from that guy in the New York Knicks, okay? We don't oh, no. Oh, God. Listen, listen. listen only no. person on the Knicks you, no. be, you should be trying to bring back is Derrick Rose just so you can play for the career. <laughs> That's it. Gee, man. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, wow, wow, wow. All right, there was one more thing in the game that I wanted to bring up before we start getting into the comments. Um, the Bulls now officially fall. Uh, I think to number four, they may even fall to number five when it's all yeah, said and done. I think there's a couple of other games being played right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so for all the Bulls fans, I know a lot of Bulls fans in the chat that anytime you bring up a critique, they're like, how we are not been at the top of the East. Listen, that shit ain't, ain't the issue anymore. We are not at the top of the East. We don't look really to be back at the top of the East anytime soon unless some things really, really change. Now it's possible, right? But um, this this month is going to be hard for the Bulls. And so with that said, this is this is the question I want to present to you guys, man. Um, Where do you think the Bulls' playoff seeding is, is going to sit when it's all said and done? Hmm. I'll go first. Okay. I like I like the top three. I like top three. Okay, uh, that's where I see our guys. Our guys are coming back. They are, they are coming back, guys. We're going to be mm-hmm. – we're going to be <laughs> – a hell of a lot better, dude. I know this is bad. This is sad to watch. But once we get our pieces, it really makes a difference. We'll see. We haven't seen it in a long time. That's what's wrong with us. We haven't seen it in a long time. But it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. That's all I got to say. We're going to be better. Number, like, top three. All right. All right, cool. I got, I got top four, at least. Um, if you're looking at the matchups, I like the top, the top four matchups. Number four, if we were starting today, we'll play Boston. I think that's a favorable matchup. If we move up to the third slot, we'll play Cleveland. Cleveland, they pose a problem with their bigs, but I still think that's a winnable matchup. I definitely I definitely don't because you never know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? We can't make really too many assumptions with the COVID vaccine stuff going on in New York. Mm-hmm. But True. I don't want to start off our playoff run facing like Brooklyn. No, I don't no want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want us to no. play play a favorable um a team, you know what I'm saying, to where we can go out, you know what I'm saying, get a rhythm, and then move into facing tougher competition in the other rounds. I don't want to be a first-round exit, so I'm going to stick with the top four. Okay. All right. I, I, I think we can still finish definitely three. Like it, it depends. Like I, I do think we got we got Philly coming up next Monday. That's not getting any easier. Then we got Detroit, Cleveland, Sacramento, Utah, Phoenix, Toronto, Milwaukee again, New Orleans. Um, and so the where I sit right now is that depending on when Caruso and Lonzo come back and how quick they can get back in rhythm, I can definitely see the Bulls going on and tear to end the season winning like the last eight games, right? Mm. And with how close everything is in the East, the Bulls can easily, if they if they win, start winning some again, right? We don't want to see right. them go on a big losing streak. They can definitely get all the way back back into that top three. But it 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 is what it is, man. At this point, it's health more than anything. Definitely. Um, wh- what happens with Patrick Williams now on this team? And whenever he does come back, what does he look like? There's a lot of questions that remain to be answered. But I think the ones that we need answered immediately. It's to see Billy Donovan make better adjustments. Oh, right? real. That is what we need. Number to one, see. baby. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> because because that's the one that is, that is controllable, right? Billy Donovan can control what type of now. Every adjustment that he makes isn't going to work at times, but it's it'll be good to to very 
the what what you're looking at, both on offense and defense. Right now, the Bulls' offense is literally the, probably the most predictable offense in the league. Oh, of course, and oh, so. Man. And it's a it's a still a dangerous offense, right? And we still haven't right. seen Vooch really, really get going. So the Bulls rested a lot. I mean, not got get by sounds negative, but the Bulls' offense was so unique in the sense that teams didn't have a lot of tape on it. Teams didn't know how to attack it. Uh, Demar in the mid range seemed unstoppable at one point, like he wasn't going to miss anything. For real, Zach was playing with a high efficiency before he started getting back to back injuries and just getting banged up with the knee and the back and things like that. Um, so now that all everything's kind of come back down to earth, teams have had time to adjust. Now we need to see our coach add some wrinkle back into our offense that makes us unique again, and we need to see a better attack on defense. Those two things can happen immediately. Now, once you add defenders like Alice Caruso and Lonzo back in and their versatility and Patrick Williams, oh, you could have something dangerous on your hands. But if you keep a stagnant offense and defense out there, it's going to be hard for you no matter what you do. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Hey, 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 just know when they come back, our bench is going to be spectacular. I oh, was yeah. going to move to the, the experience. bench. Javante Green moving to the bench. And then you got my man Caruso coming back. Our bench is going to be spectacular, dude. I'm telling you. Defensively, oh, my God. Hey, <laughs> hey, quick kudos to the Chicago Bulls for finally winning the third quarter. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Oh, for finally winning the third quarter. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. job. About damn yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy that they, that the way that they played in the third quarter. It was great to see because I was coming to the third quarter, like, and I think it even started off a little bit like, oh, shit, it's going to go That's the way that they usually went. Yep. And then, then they really got their uh, right back on track. And that third quarter was amazing. That was amazing basketball to see in the third quarter from the Chicago Bulls in this game. Uh, let's go ahead and go to some of these comments. We've gotten a lot. I know right now, everybody, if you say that I missed your comment, no shit. You guys are going to fuck <laughs> off in the comments. There's no way in hell I'm going to catch up with everything. I'm just letting you guys know that right now. So let's go ahead. I'm going to get to the ones that I can pick up. This one said, from Run With Us, hot take. I would see how Zach does in the playoffs. And if he doesn't do good, we trade him for picks and build around picks. I'm gonna stop reading now. My right guy. Now. Can we First stop? Of all, <laughs> my guy. Talk, Come on. Please. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop being knee jerk. This whole team was built around Zach Levine's skill set. Now, that's not to say that you can't, but keep in mind, if Zach doesn't come back here, you can't trade him for picks. The motherfucker's a free agent. Like you, you, <laughs> he's an unrestricted free agent. So you you can you can try to force a sign and trade, but including picks in that is very rare and difficult. If anything, it's only gonna be a pick or so. Listen, Zach Levine's coming back here. That's Dude. not an option. We need You're to get paid that. too, my guy. And then, and then the 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 comments sound like we backtracking. P. Will, exactly. Io, and Kobe. P. Will, we don't even know what his full potential is. You know what I'm saying? We got high hopes, but we really don't know. Io, we seen some glimpse of what he can be. You know what I'm saying? No, we we backtracking if we do that. Yeah, yeah. You guys are you guys are frustrated now that we're back at the fourth, fifth seed. That team right there is like you got to get rid of Demar too because at that point you just got to try to get all get and then we and then we traded so many first round picks. No, that's another reason why that's not happening because yeah. this team needs to compete now. We yes we have our own first round pick this year, but keep in mind we don't have a lot of first round picks coming in anytime soon. Come on, no Max. sir. Yeah. Just have some patience, my guy. Have some patience. Well, <laughs> I I love Bulls Nation. I've been a part of this literally my whole life, and on the 
on the internet talking about him in message boards and reddits for for a decade plus i love him but lord knows our fan base is the most knee-jerk reaction <laughs> fan base. like literally if the bulls win three games in a row the next they'll literally be saying oh we can win a title we we can guard Giannis. We can do all this. and then you lose two games and like oh it's over with we're gonna, it's over. <laughs> we're gonna be a play in like the, the, the drastic swings back and forth we are the most bipolar we fan emotional base. Baby. yeah man. Man. we extra Man, I love it, but Jesus Christ, like, Lord have mercy. Um, let's go to Marco Galaxy here. He says, change is needed. Untimely coaching adjustments is killing us. Debo needs to change it up. That's kind of what we all, what we already talked about. Um, yes, we do need a lot of change here. Some of that change is going to come with players getting healthy. What do you guys think about this comment? Uh, I mean, we basically, that's what we've been saying the whole show. Uh, Billy Donovan, he got something to prove. And the playoffs is either going to make them and it's going to expose them. I mean, yeah. he can't run. There's nowhere, nowhere yeah. for him to hide. It's coming. Hey, he going to be coaching against some of the best coaches in the playoffs, so get ready. Buckle up. <laughs> Woo! It's going to – the playoffs are going to be so, so interesting. And Ooh. maybe uh, maybe by some chance Billy Donovan's just holding it all, and we see Billy Donovan, and he's literally making adjustments quarter to quarter. If that happens – I'm going to be on here losing my goddamn mind because you stressed <laughs> me out for the last three months with this bullshit. No adjustment. How dare you wait to the playoffs? For real. That's wrong. For real, real, man. Oh, man. All right. I'm trying to catch up with everything. Uh, the Lurking uh, says, we need to address the fact that even with Pat back, we still don't have the traditional power forward that can grab rebounds and play deep. First of all, all right. Oh. I'm gonna let you guys cook on this because I know you guys are probably gonna go where I'm going. Traditional power. This is there is no more traditional power forwards. The game now is built off skill set and length. A lot of times, Patrick Williams can absolutely play. Do you not know that there's a guy in in I think Golden State who's six six <laughs> six seven who's been six, playing five. power forward for like a decade? And I'm just playing saying point guard. Same yeah, like, 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 I'm, I'm, like, so we like people get so caught up in in these traditional roles, and yeah. it's not that anymore. Patrick Williams, we haven't even seen what he can play at the four because keep in mind, last year he was on the wing. Garden on the wing, Garden a big is completely different. He's yeah. still only 20 years old. Let's see how he develops in playing into a whole new position on a whole completely different team on top of that before we say what he can and can't do. We don't know that yet, but come on, man. Yeah. Got- Let's be realistic, man. We don't <laughs> know, but like Hay said, there is no more traditional power for it. There's not even not a lot of traditional centers in the league. Look at Giannis. That's enough. <laughs> he ain't Giannis, but we go. We gonna see. I I'm think. Just I saying. think. I got. I got a. I got a. I got a. I got a good positive feel about uh, Pat Williams. I think he's gonna be great. I think he's gonna be really good. I really do. I've 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 come to like when people hit the Kawhi Leonard comparisons with Patrick Williams, I've gotten more realistic and I think it's still gonna be good. If Patrick Williams turns into Lou All Dang 2.0, that is more than enough. Definitely. For this current team, more than enough. Definitely. So um we'll see what that happens. You know, there's a lot a lot of development left for him to be due. The dude's 20 years old, period. Yo. Yeah. Damn, I just found out Kobe White. Is Kobe White 20? No, Kobe White's 22, but he's younger than Io. He turned 22 oh, after Io. For real. Io, Io 24. Come on yeah. now. Jeez, guys. So, <laughs> listen, that's what I'm saying. People are too quick to paint players in a box and say, hey, this is who they are. They can't come. Like, no, come on. Y'all, y'all, 
have y'all not watched the NBA so long that players completely change into different players around the 24, 25 year? And that's if they've been in the league three or four years at that time. We got we got more than enough time left to see what, what happens with them. So we'll see. All right, let's see. Turn the page says AK needs to humble himself to admitting a mistake with Billy Donovan. See, this is what this is why I say this is the knee jerk stuff. <laughs> Again, Billy Donovan is not a bad. I can name ten coaches in the NBA worse than Billy Donovan. Now you can say that maybe Billy Donovan isn't the coach to get you to play, competing for a championship, but we got to stop acting like Billy Donovan is fucking Jim Boylan out there. He's not. He's a way better coach. For real. Come that on, y'all. Terrible. Come on, he man. Got the real. team. They thirty nine and twenty five guys. Come yeah. on. What was our record last year, guys? Horrible. And he didn't even have the players. And I think they still played pretty well at the end of the season last year. For sure. They wouldn't like the playoffs had Zach Levine not missed what it was like 10 absolutely. games down the stretch with COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's not a he's not a huff coach. He's not a bad coach, guys. He might be yeah. not be the coach to get us over the hump, but he's a pretty good coach. Definitely. For sure. For sure. Brennan L. Jet. But one of the biggest supporters here says short term, all these L's hurt. Long terms, player like Io, DJ, Javante, Caruso, Zach, and Kobe all improved since last season. Go Bulls. That's a great re- realistic Bulls fan take. I 100 percent agree with that. I respect that. that you got. Hey, because Kobe White, man, the resilience that that man showed this season after hearing all that trade talk, he's definitely due for a 15-point game every night. So shout out to him. Well, that and even when he doesn't shoot one, it yeah. used to be like last season. If Kobe wasn't shooting the ball well, give it up. He's not giving you shit else. While he's not by any means a lockdown defender at this point, he is now a competent defender. And he, he and his weak side defense is really, really good more times than not, too. So yeah, and he's and he's I want to see. And one thing that it seems like he's gotten away from since the all-star break is putting the ball on the floor when his shot isn't falling and hitting that floater. That floater started becoming dangerous for him. We oh yeah, seen that since the All Star hey, break. Quick question, quick yeah. question. Um, I noticed that um, Ayo when he drives to the basket, sometimes when he sink, when he goes too deep into the paint, he still tries to force the ball to Vooch. Mm-hmm. I feel like that he need to uh go ahead and try to develop that floater. Might not happen this year, but he definitely needs to work on that floater a little bit. What y'all think? I just think he need confidence in that floater. He mm-hmm. early in the season, he he was knocking that floater that floater down. It's just he's lost confidence, and he's not the only one who tried to force it to Vooch. Ayo yeah. does that a lot, too. He does it a whole lot, and I wish he stopped. I wish Ayo was more aggressive. That's the one thing I wish with the Bulls. But and but the thing with Ayo that I think is is coming. Don't get me wrong. Like, because watching Ayo in college, he was aggressive. It's shit, yes. right? Yes. So, I, second year Ayo, oh, man. That's oh. gonna be a monster boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna give me be an over under point per game for IEL. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Woo! All right, let's get into this next one. Uh, Diane Jeffrey says we still have Marco. What do you guys think, Marco? Who's really been playing great in the G League? What do you think is gonna be Marco's long term development? Go ahead, man. Man, I called for him. I called for him before the All Star break. Bro, the Bulls brought him up and didn't even give him tick. I'm like, man, because at one point, remember, we had it was the it was the last game we played against the Bucks before the All Star break. Tyler Cook played solid. Then after that, dud, 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 dud. I'm like, man, look, Bulls ain't got none nothing to lose. Bring up Samanovich. They bring him up. They ain't give him no tick. Look, he been playing well in the G League. He has some crazy games where he getting like 20 points, a couple rebounds. You know what I'm saying? What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. And he he has talent, clearly. 
So just see what you got. You never know. See, my thing with that is, is that he clearly physically isn't ready for to to defend in the NBA. And I and I think that they're worried about stunting his growth that way and his confidence. I think Marco with an offseason to really weight train and work with the with the NBA all offseason, I think he may have he's he's really gonna if, if he's not on the roster by next season, yeah, then something over. definitely definitely gone <laughs> wrong. Over, yeah. Definitely gone wrong. See what do you what do you think about Marco and his, and his just, chance? Uh, just like you said, uh I think it's got to be something. I'm not. I don't know for sure that he hasn't been playing with the uh, the main team, the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously Tony Bradley's playing and he's not. So <laughs> it's something wrong. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm gonna base it off right there, flat. There you go. That's fair. Because ooh, ooh, That's I'm just fair. waiting for the day. <laughs> I, feel it. I feel it. I feel it for sure. Um, let's see. Nick Tolliver uh, says, if Io ends up on the injury report with a thigh injury, even if it's just a high thigh being right, the league needs to look at Allen because that kick was so out of pocket. Yes. Uh, Grayson Allen always did. Did you guys not catch that play? I did not. Me oh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on. Re- I'm, I'm pretty sure Bulls Twitter is going to retweet it at some point, especially <laughs> if Io is on the injury report because Grayson Allen is doing Grayson. Grayson Allen is just a dirty ass player. Like it, like it literally. Yeah. And I honestly think like before the game, Michael Wilbon was saying, well, Grayson Allen doesn't do it intentionally, but he still is. Um, He's not a dirty player or something like that. I can't remember exactly how I worded it. I really do think Grayson Allen's instincts are just to do dirty shit. Like, I don't even think that he sets out to say, Hey, I'm finna do some dirty shit. The motherfucker is just naturally a dirty ass <laughs> person. Like, that's just what it is. Agreed. Man, I missed that. Hey, but was that, be- was that before or after the, uh, the DJ elbow to the head. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, DJ definitely thought he was getting away with that one. Yeah, he really? tried to like, get him. Like he, he turned his body to... real quick and he kept his <laughs> He didn't get him like he wanted to get him though. He wanted to get him yeah. a little better than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. All right, this one, this is something that I did want to talk about. So shout out to PP and Patch. What if we went back to starting Derrick Jones Jr.? Would that change anything or no? Hmm. I was saying hmm. this game. With hindsight, right? Because going into it, I was kind of interested to see what we see, what we were going to see. I honestly think Derrick Jones Jr. would have been better starting this game than it would have been starting Tristan Thompson. I agree with that. I like I like Derrick Jones Jr. over Tristan Thompson. I actually mm. like Derrick Jones Jr. over Javante Green, to tell you the truth. Mm. Uh, starting, okay. uh, he got the length, he got the athleticism. I just think he's a better choice, but don't. That's not to diss Javante Green because he goes out there and fight every game. So, yeah. I agree with that. Derrick Jones Jr. definitely could have been a starting power Agreed. forward out there. Definitely yeah. would have loved to see it. You know what I'm saying? I think definitely if you if you do want to go and make a change, definitely try him out because um, we clearly seen that he brought a lot of energy against Giannis in this game, and who's to say he can't bring more energy in that next game against the Sixers? So. Give it a try. You got to keep making adjustments. You got to figure this stuff out. So let's go. And I think one thing we forget with Derrick Jones Jr. He's been a shooting guard slash small forward literally his whole career. Now he's now he's he's played backup center and power forward for us. I think with him too. I don't know. I don't know if Derrick Jones Jr. is going to come back. He's an unrestricted free agent this year. It depends on how much money he can go out there and try to get. But I think too, if Derrick Jones Jr. goes into, you remember the season? Uh, this is what I'm going to compare it to. And this is a deep take again. The season where Kurt Heinrich. Added a lot of weight because he realized I'm going to be the starting shoot, shooting guard so I can play next to Derrick Rose. I'm no longer the point guard. Derrick Rose right. is the point guard. And he added like 10, 8 to 10 pounds of muscle so we can start playing shooting guard. And he looked pretty good next to Derrick Rose there for a little while. Mm-hmm. I think with Derrick Jones Jr., if he, if he goes into the offseason knowing, hey, 
I'm now a power forward solely, not going to be playing any shooting guard and probably a little small forward, but probably not much. And he goes in and with the uh, training staff, they build a regimen for him to put on some lean muscle so he can still have some of his versatility. I like Derrick Jones Jr. as a power forward a lot. Mm, that's interesting. Hey, but do you think uh, he can gain weight, that man? Some people, can't. Some people just can't gain weight. Some people just can't. Man, that may be it. That may be it. Shout, shout out to my sister. My sister's one of those people. She can eat all day long. She all will day. not gain any weight at all. Like, anyway. Man. So. I love to see it, to be honest. I love to see it. And I, I love to keep him as a, you know what I'm saying, a Bulls player because he seems like he ain't scared of nobody. You know what I'm saying? He's, seen, he's very athletic. I like to keep the young squad together, definitely build some cohesion with the unit and then just add additional pieces, you know? So yeah. with the added weight, I definitely would think that'd be good. For, you know what I'm saying? It'd be good for him, be a lot better, especially since he's playing that, you know, that small forward, power forward position. So coming off the bench with the added weight, he'll be able to handle his own a little bit better. For sure. Oh, for sure. Here goes another knee-jerk common thing that we're hearing from Bulls fans a lot is Chris Fleming won't be back unless he's promoted by the Bulls. Basically asking if Chris Fleming – Chris Fleming is not a better coach than Billy Donovan. No. I think people forget is that even in, even in that stretch, yes, Chris Fleming did make adjustments faster than Billy Donovan, but Billy Donovan was still coming up with the game plan. Yes. It, was, it was still running Billy Donovan's offense. All those things were still happening. So we really haven't seen a full picture of Chris Fleming to even know what he is as a coach because – Everything that he was doing was all set up by Billy Donovan, except he was quicker to make adjustments. That was the on-the-fly thing. And I think very much what we've seen in the NBA is that the NBA is no longer going to trust these one short stretches from assistant coaches to now make uh, Luke Walton. Did that, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Luke Walton literally had the Golden State Warriors that year that uh, Steve Kerr was out with, you know, dealing with his cancer or whatever, looking just as good as they did under Steve Kerr. Yes. Luke Walton went on to look like a her a horrible head coaching head coach <laughs> in every position horrible. he's been in. Come we got to stop man. making these knee, jerk, knee jerk reactions, man. Horrible. Come on, man. Man. Listen, it's crazy. All right, let's let's <laughs> let's, let's see what else we got here. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Jahad Dean says, uh, Dean says uh, Derek Jones Jr. With, uh, with an extra 13 pounds. Listen, if he can keep, even he's so athletic, even if he loses Let's say 10% of his athleticism, he's still oh, gonna be crazy athletic for a player. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So add but, the weight, DJ. Add the weight. <laughs> well, first, let's see what he wants to re-sign here for because I'm telling Facts. you guys. If not, stay skinny, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna need two double quarter pounders, uh, super size fry. <laughs> Let me ask you this. It, with, so, Derek Jones Jr. is a free agent at the end of this season. Javante Green's a, a free agent at the end of next season, right? 
by the end of next season, one, if only one of them are going to be on this roster, who do you think is going to, who would you want it to be? Ugh, Javante Green. Okay. I, I just, I just like Jav Javante Green. He's just a better player than, than Derrick Jones Jr. And he's a better energy player and he plays better defense. It's just a height thing with Derrick Jones Jr. That's mm -hmm. it. I like Javante Green. I, I love Javante too, but I think the reason why I think they may keep Derrick Jones Jr. over Javante is because Derrick Jones Jr. is way younger. He's only 22, whereas Javante is 28. Um, and then I really do think that a contender, keep in mind, like imagine, imagine like Javante Green being on like the Phoenix Suns. Imagine the Phoenix Suns throwing a big contract at Javante Green to oh. help them. Like it's going to happen. It just depends on if the Bulls are willing to match it or not. But Bobby, what do you think? I want uh, Derrick Jones Jr. Um, I feel like okay. we are already guard heavy. So go ahead and uh, beef up the forward positions. Let's see what we can get out of that. I love both of the guys' energy. I think Devon, the Javante Green brings a little bit more, but I'm going to mm -hmm. go with the size and the position need on this one. I, I okay. can't argue with that, big dog. Yeah. I mean, I really don't think you can go wrong. It just depends on how else you need to fill out the roster around them because if it is, and it, I think it also is going to depend on who the Bulls draft or if they even keep their own first-round pick this year because if they get a big or a wing or a, a big slash wing who they then think, hey, if somebody that maybe not this year, but maybe in another year they can compete, then maybe you don't need to go younger. You keep Javante Green, you let Derrick Jones Jr. walk so you can avoid paying him $9, right. $10 million a year and you develop. So, And Definitely. also what, what happens with Tyler Cook and Marco Simonovich? Like one oh, of those yeah. two are, are not going to be on this team too next year because you can't <laughs> keep both of them. So. Yeah. I just think Javante Green is 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 he's just not scared of anything, dude. He's just a nah. baller, dude. He always trying yeah. to dunk on he some just, damn body. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, he's just so. gonna play, dude. He don't care who you are. He don't care. I like yeah. him. Yeah, Javante is just one of those players. He's a Chicago Bulls. Every Chicago Bulls team needs a player like yes. Javante Green. Facts. Tristan Thompson wants to be a Joaquin Noah. He cannot be. <laughs> I've always like literally if 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 you gave for example. Javante Green, you put him even in Tony Bradley's body. That's Joe Kim Noah oh, 2.0. Oh my god! Could you oh, imagine? Yeah. The, yeah, that's oh, just man. That's what we. That's what we're missing. But I do like Tristan Thompson's uh, veteran presence <laughs> and championship pedigree, and definitely like the things he said. Like, like he was he was speaking real fast because after that Grayson Allen Grayson Allen foul on Alex Caruso, somebody mm -hmm. was supposed to go at him, and ain't nobody go at him. Unacceptable. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Cap Lives asked this question. Does the Bulls record against top teams show where we really stack up or something to worry about? I think it's a mixture of the two. I won't say it's one or the other right now. Um, I want to see more. And I, I, if we had a full roster, right, and, and people were healthy and we were doing this, I'd be, I, I'd be easier to make that decision. But right now, I'm just – I think it's a mixture of both. What do you guys think? I think it's, uh, uh, it's, a, it's something to worry about. Uh, even though we don't have our team, we don't have the full team, but it's something to worry about. Now, what we have to worry about is, does the same thing happen when we get these players back? Mm -hmm. Then it's a problem. Then it's a, yeah. you know, yeah. coach, coach. Got to find a coach. I say you worry about it a little bit. Um, not fully, not because I'm not going to use the excuse because the player's not uh, being there. But I feel like the Bulls are trending in the right direction. Tonight was definitely a good thing to not see the Bulls get embarrassed on national TV again. Oh, yeah. So I definitely feel like it's something to worry about, but we're trending in the right direction. 
Um, we still got a lot of things. We got a lot of young guys on there, and we still got uh, some a lot of things we need to fix. Because definitely that uh, that long pass when the things were clutching, you know, Io had to chase down Carter, I believe his name was, yeah. just so he can you know avoid that two points. That's that still hurt. things we need to fix. We got some things to correct. That definitely hurt. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, like the, the corrections that this team needs to make, um, both on both sides of the ball, we we need to see it sooner rather than later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing is, is it also is that listen, I know I know Lonzo's coming back, I know Alice Caruso's coming back, I know all all these things. Um, but like I said before, and I know some people in the chat disagree with me when I say this, no matter what personnel you have out there, if you don't have the right schemes, if you don't have the right make the right adjustments you're going to always be exposed and here's the question i want to ask you guys like kind of jumping off that point because i mentioned lonzo i really do think that this bulls offense can be locked even more if lonzo ball plays a more traditional point guard role where they run the offense and trust his basketball iq a little bit more than what they did at the beginning of the season what do you guys think about that absolutely i've been calling for that all year what is this thing with with DeRozan and, and Zach bringing the ball up most of the time, mm -hmm. setting up the offense, I think Lonzo has the highest basketball IQ on the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I say let him ride Easily. it out. I agree with both of you guys. Let Lonzo ride it out because we all have seen plenty of times Zach Levine get sloppy with his ball handling. We've seen it time oh and time gosh. after again, Zach Levine gets stripped or the, he loses the ball. So let Lonzo Ball run this thing. He's good at pushing the pace. He's good at making good decisions. Just let him do. Just let him do his thing. See what happens. Yeah, and I really think like we saw a little bit of it, right? When I think it was Demar and Zach were out, they had to run through Lonzo at that point. And Lonzo averaged what was like eighteen and eight and yes. six or something yeah. like that over that yes. stretch. You mm -hmm. would think. That that would wake people up to say, or the coaches have to say, hey, maybe we need to run through this Lonzo guy a little bit more. <laughs> and so, like, I, I understand why in the half court, a lot of times you are going to run through DeMar. Because with Lonzo being out on the perimeter, you trust him to be able to hit perimeter shots way more than you trust DeMar to hit perimeter shots. And I get I get it, DeMar's been the king of the fourth for us all season. But at the end of the day, if you're going to keep adding wrinkles, if you're going to keep your team being interesting, you do need to have a point guard who, who's going to – listen, Lonzo's going to still get DeMar his buckets, right? Lonzo's oh. still going to get Zach right. his, his shots. Lonzo can do all that. But what you unlock with having Lonzo on the ball – now, I will say this. Lonzo also needs to finish around the rim a little bit more confidently than oh, yeah. what he does. Definitely. But, but he's not going to figure out how to finish around the rim more confidently if you only use him as a perimeter shooter. So I think those kind of things need to happen. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Agree. He got to do it. He got to learn. He got to play that pick and roll a little bit better. I like to see him attack more on that pick and roll and find that uh, that dive man on that pick and roll a little bit mm -hmm. better. I think Ayo does it a little bit better than he does. No, in that aspect that. of the pick and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I, I really, and if it doesn't happen this season, I really hope that they look at it and evaluate over the off season when they're watching tape all summer and they see, all right, man, listen, Demar, you had your season. This is, the next season up is Lonzo's season. We got, we got to get Lonzo the ball, man. Lonzo, listen, and I, and this, this, this is how far I've come with this, right? I I never was a big Lonzo guy. I'm not a ball family stand like some people are, where they think the ball family of the next coming. 
of Jesus. I'm not, I'm not one of those people, <laughs> but but I am a basketball person. And seeing Lonzo and just his decision-making when he does get opportunities, you guys said that he has the best basketball IQ on the team. I definitely believe that. But I think Io, I'm sorry, not Io, I think Lonzo has maybe top five basketball IQ in the NBA. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Like, and, and even in seeing it, like, I really Lon, Lon, listen. Lonzo has a terrible hip hop mind because his hip hop takes. That's a lot of my generation, man. <laughs> but, my but generation it, don't know good music like that. You gotta be grew up around old heads. These exactly. kids don't know no no better. <laughs> exactly. But Lonzo, when it comes to basketball, knows his shit, man. It, even if you just have heard. Lonzo in interviews, he knows basketball. I really do want to see him, see him try a little, uh, get more opportunity for sure. That's what I, to, to be a more traditional point guard. And by tradition, I don't mean a pass first point. I just mean run the offense to him. Trust his instincts. He has great basketball instincts. So he's like a low budget LeBron. No, no cap. No, no. It's a low budget LeBron with the, yeah. with the playmaking. Yeah, that's, that's one thing sure. his pops did. He definitely uh, raised them. Him and Melo. Lord Zo says Lonzo can't dribble. I don't get listen. I'll get out of here with that. Come and that's the thing. People <laughs> think if they're not doing these and one dribbles anymore that they can't man, dribble. Come on, come man. On, Lonzo man. got handles, man. Y'all got it's, it's only one Kyrie and one Stephen Curry in the league, man. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I already seen Lonzo uh break a whole bunch of ankles, dude. Uh, a self-made says you're a ball family hater. You hated only Angel so hard yesterday. I think you would even felt no. Listen, I'm not. A, I'm a realistic basketball person. Y'all just got the ball family so far up y'all asses that y'all just think. That, listen, the Angelo ball ain't nothing special. The dude is Eugene from the WWE. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like tell y'all, that's that's what it is. That is what it is. Man, the Angelo, man, man, he would never make the league, man. Until he, <laughs> until he get his health, until he get in his fit. This right, he won't thank be you. Thank he you. Look, yeah, listen, yeah. Leangelo Ball is is um damn. What was the dude's name? Uh, Antonio Blakeney with size. <laughs> That's what he's gonna be. Yeah, Antonio like, Blakely can score that ball, but yeah, playing I'm NBA, telling you, dude. Leangelo Ball is going to have the greatest G League career <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yeah. Let that man thrive and do his thing. He is the I Jordan didn't. of the G League, man. Shout out to that man. Yeah, that boy made a name for himself, goddamn. First G League jersey retired. Come on now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Let that man live. <laughs> oh man, listen, wow, man. Oh Jesus! All right, I, I listen. It's not a live. It's not a Chicago Bulls Central live stream if I don't roast somebody. Jello, Jello, guys. How we get today. down, man? Oh man! All right, let's see. I think Zoe should bring the ball up and initiate, just like Io did tonight. Simple as that. Very yeah. simple. Yeah, that's it. It's Back a simple game, it. guys. <laughs> basketball is very simple right and you would think bulls fans would know that after they see us get destroyed by a pick and roll i'm never letting that go bro oh, I'm really? never letting you that cannot go. let it go <laughs> we can't man billy letting it go <laughs> <laughs> yeah he forgot it already um, yeah. let's see what we got uh nick tolliver says we should let io build confidence and develop the way miami did tyler by allowing him to mess up and not pulling him or calling him 
Uh, yeah, uh, listen, I, I they can't right now. That's the thing. Like they, they Ohio's gonna get his minutes right now, regardless. Yeah, so he's yeah. really he's learning out there. And, and uh, believe me, I don't think anybody gets more down on Io than Io himself. So absolutely, he's one of those yeah. players, man. He reminds me his his attitude reminds me of Derrick Rose. Not the same skill, just his mm-hmm. attitude. He reminds I me of Derrick Rose. Chicago product, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's see. Luca, CP3, Dre, Green, Jokic, LeBron, Rubio. I just named five that are higher IQ than Lonzo. No, Rubio. Rub- yeah, exactly. You lost. Stop you lost. <laughs> you shot yourself in the foot when you Stop when you that, when you listed Rubio. And right now, LeBron. Yeah, he may have a great basketball. Like I'm not taking anything from LeBron's basketball IQ. But where's his team at again? I'm sorry, they even play. <laughs> that was bad IQ. They play team. They ninth. <laughs> <No>. Hey, <laughs> hey, they down LeBron, there somewhere. LeBron, down there. Gave, LeBron gave us Caruso and Demont. Thank you yeah. very much. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very there you much. Go. Uh, Hayes, my dad made a great point. We don't have a top 10 player in the league. And before you say it's Mari isn't a top 10 player, he played like one in February, but isn't we need everyone healthy. Oh, I, I don't know. I, listen, I Wait agree with that. Let's let's oh. be clear. DeMar DeRozan is not a top 10 player. Now he's he's playing like a top 10 player this season. But if you're saying overall, just taking everything as it is, DeMar DeRozan isn't a top 10 player in the league anymore. And that's fine. He's still a really, really good player in this league. What do you guys think about DeMar's ranking as a top 10 player? Oh, uh, I. I kind of believe uh, here and now. I'm, I work. I, I want to go on the present. He's okay. a top ten player. I think this season. I, yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I, yeah. No way. So you can't. You can't judge him off the past if we live in living in the now. So I say he's a top ten player right now. Okay. Absolutely. All right, All right Bobby. I mean, if you want to think about the, the last few years, you'd be like, no, maybe top twenty. But some people probably. Well, to the people that say he was the worst signing uh, this season, they got to eat them words because he definitely in the top ten. Right now, right now, absolutely top 10. Right now, I mean, this season, I mean, what he's he's fifth in the league in scoring this season, he's like third in the league in efficiency. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's hard not to say that this season he's being a top 10 player, but if you're talking about overall top 10 players, like, I I can see where you're getting that. But yeah, this season, he's absolutely he's he's having an MVP quality season. This this definitely, yeah. Let's see what else we got. People was talking about Struess. Like I, I don't care about what he did. Nobody I don't give a damn, man. Like I really, like yeah. pe- people asked me about that the other day. I don't give two shit. Talk to me about a dude with a perm in his head. <laughs> and, but this, this is what I'll say though. This is what I'll say. The fact that he made it to the league before Leangelo Ball. <laughs> Damn, he just he can't, he, you gotta leave last alone. Hey, let me out, man. man. <laughs> hey, Whoa. Lord have mercy. Oh man, I'm sorry. I had to throw that one out. Of I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. Hey. Facts are facts. Facts are facts. I mean, it is a fact. It's the truth. An unathletic shooter gets in the NBA before who who some people think is like, he's a superstar. They're just deciding to hold him back. Listen, y'all got to shut up. Hold that, (laughs) y'all. For real, though. Gio, with a great point for what the Bulls are playing tomorrow, damn, we got to steal. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. Man, four years, 84 mil, we'll take it. 
Listen, <laughs> right? If 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 we knew that this was the, and even if Demar doesn't rep, he's not going to replicate this. And that's one thing that we got to also come to terms with is Demar is not going to have this same type of season next year more than like now. If he does, I will eat my words all day. I hope to God that he has another season like Thanks. this. But mm-hmm. if if even if we just get the consistent, um, efficient player that Demar is, and we we let players like like Patrick Williams grow, Zach continue to grow, Io continue to grow, and th- and them around him. Whereas even if he starts to decline, everybody else is rising and growing. That it offsets itself. D- the Demar signing has paid dividends already. I don't give a damn what else happens for sure. Ah, I tell you what, LeBron to pay him one hundred and twenty million, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> for real, no. for real. Keith says I'm going to regret talking about Jello. Listen, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. the only <laughs> listen. The only person who's going to be talking about Jello five years from now is Bill Cosby. That's it. Bill That's it. <laughs> Dude, what is up with y'all with Jello, man? <laughs> like He's they going really, crazy. Like, listen, I'm telling y'all, like it's not happening for him. It's not happening. But you Yo, know, he, it is what it is. I'm gonna stop picking on the rest of this. He can't guard an NBA player, guys. He cannot guard a single NBA player, Jello, out there. So y'all need to stop. I'm telling Jell-O. y'all right now, as good as Jello's defense does look in the G League, right? I will give him that. That man is gonna get cooked like Denzel Valentine <gasps> in the NBA. <laughs> Let's not get started on him. <laughs> what is Denzel? Anybody seen Denzel? <laughs> yeah, I forgot what team he was recently on, but man, he was oh, letting man. people at the Y cook him. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, he did get cooked in the oh in the uh in New York. He got yeah. cooked, buddy. He got cooked. Boy. He got cooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just sad, bro. <laughs> it's just sad. Listen, and this is another thing that I'm gonna say that is gonna piss some people off. Why why is it that Giannis can get his brother on an NBA team, but not one ball brother can get, can get jello on the NBA team? <laughs> Like why? Why is he? I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Oh. <laughs> hey, bro, he got two brothers on two different teams. <laughs> For real, I ain't Damn. never seen the uh, the one. I'm that sure was they the Lakers ever play. I ain't never seen him play a game. Well, he he's that one that's in the Lakers is in the G League, but the uh, the, the one that's on the, the Nationals with Giannis. Yeah, I'm just saying him play garbage time. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. First of all, Brandon L. Jet coming through with the big super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel at this level, my brother. Thank Ooh, you. Yeah. He says, got to pass the collection plate on that one. Hey, still cooking. Lee the <laughs> 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 so and I, I Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> big dog. <laughs> hey, appreciate you, dog. Oh, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, <laughs> my man. No. Look at we. <laughs> hey, he ain't doing nothing to speak in facts on, on the boy Leangelo, mm. man. I know y'all love him. That gener- y'all generation, y'all love the ball, brothers. We love Lonzo. I like LaMelo, but Leangelo, no, bro. Mm. That's what's, not, it's not happening. What's that underpaid man? People, people have so, so big of revisionist history. I remember before, it was like a year after Lonzo got drafted, LeVar Ball was asked if any one of your sons don't doesn't make the NBA, who do you think is going to be? He's like, it's probably it, it would be Jello. So he even knew his son wasn't going to make the NBA. He can talk all this shit now, but all three of my sons are going to play on Chicago. The, like I'm gonna pull the clip and I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it as a short because even LeVar said at one point if any one of his sons did not make the NBA, it was going to be Jello. That's crazy. Hey, 
he won't let let Leangelo breathe at all. I'm not not letting this go, bro. I'm not letting this go at all, man. I'm not letting this go. You can't. He gonna drop sixty in the G League, boy. Watch. Oh, if this nigga catches this, he gonna be pissed. Like I'm telling y'all, like he again, he gonna he gonna go Wilt Chamberlain in the. The man is probably gonna hold every G League record when it's everyone. 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 He's going to retire that jersey. It's going to be 20 years from now, and they're going to be like, you know what? If they would have ever let Jello in the league, he would have been a Hall of Famer. Motherfucker, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Oh, man. Okay. All right, let me move on from this. All right, run with us. Let's see what run with us got. Hayes, the funniest thing is that the Lakers could have had DeMar and Caruso for the paying Westbrook. And the best part, it's all LeBron's fault. That is so that is true. Oh, they fact. matter of fact, they would have had DeMar Caruso and money, another five million dollars to sign another player. And Buddy Hill, who got the clip, they so stupid. Oh man. <laughs> oh, that's 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 my problem with these NBA NBA players in this generation. They too buddy buddy. It ain't all about business. So that's my buddy, uh, Russell Westbrook. Come on. Come on. You can play with us. We'll still win. <laughs> no, you won't, motherfucker. No, you For won't. <laughs> How oh, can you man. not see that wasn't going to fit, bro? Yeah. Oh, you you know what? I, I was going to shit on Jello some more. Y'all, no, remember that, y'all Jello is, uh, y'all remember uh, Spider from And One when they just kept saying he was going to be able to make uh, the NBA? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Spider-Man? Oh, hell no. He could never make it. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Why they think he was, could make the NBA? Because he hung on the rim and hung upside down oh, on man. the rim. Oh, oh Jesus. I okay. All right. Hey, I'm really done with I'm, I swear I'm hey, done. I'm sorry. Hey. I know there's some people in the chat that's, that's triggered. I, I'm sure I've got like five uh, thumbs down because of it. It is what it is. No, I hate, hate mail gonna be in your mailbox tomorrow morning. Hey, he's bullying oh, that man. Somebody typing their life away <laughs> in, my, in my email right now. You know what? Don't talk about him like that. Oh, man. Shout, shout out to when Jello joins the big three, though. Shout out to that. Um, <laughs> he really gonna score on that lead, boy. He really goes go. Oh man. Woo. All right. All right. Let's let's get here. Uh Ricky Fontaine says, Hey, he let me on the next time with the Kanye boys. These boys. <laughs> hey, thank you, bro. We appreciate you, boy. This, yeah, no, oh, man. this man you. Hayes bring it up out of us, man. This yeah, we yeah, you already know. Ooh, man, that is that we had some fun. All right. Diane Jeffries asked, Do you think the Bulls need a Ben Gordon or Jamal Crawford, someone who can shoot you back into a basketball game? Ben Gordon okay. jumper was on point. When the thing is, is that we have that in Kobe if he can be consistent, right? If Kobe yes. can be consistent, he can absolutely be that. Now, if it's not going to be Kobe, if the Bulls do decide to trade Kobe in the offseason, you absolutely championship teams. Do you remember when Roddy Brubar like ate up the Miami Heat in the in the freaking fight? Well, yeah, oh, Jay yes, Ferreira yes, did yes, it yes, too. Yes. Like, yes, you need a, a player who can come off the bench and completely change the dynamic of a game if you want to be a championship contender. Who that's going to be, I don't know, but I definitely think I think every championship team needs one of those players. What do you guys think? And I think Kobe White fits that mold. You know, I call him uh, Ben Gordon White because he can, he can <laughs> catch fire. He, he like Vinny the Microwave out there. He, he I, I think we have one. He just got to develop more. I think we okay. got one. Just let him do his thing. Let him continue to grow. Um, but I think what's 
all problems is to move the damn basketball. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. It's really that simple. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's it. That's it. Joker got a good question here. Uh, if Vooch can shoot it, we would be number one. What happened to the shoe? He was so automatic. Uh, listen, I don't. This is Vooch's probably worst. The fact that he's, like I said, and I always say, he's in the top 10 of every statistical category for centers. And the fact that that's him on a down season just lets you know how good he was, right? Um, and I don't know. Like, we had a – I don't know if you guys saw it, and that was one of my live streams. We had a whole – where they had some really good ideas on how the Bulls can upgrade center. What do you think ultimately – Vooch is a free agent at the end of next season. Do you think Vooch comes back in the in the Bulls jersey at, at the end of that season? Okay. I got one question I'm to answer your question. Okay. When is the Joker available for free agency? Same free agency that that uh, Nikola Vucevic is a free agent. He's gone. AK, AK, AK is after the Joker. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I think he's after the Joker. I th- I just I just know it. I got a feeling. Okay, that's fair. What do you think, Bob? Um, I think it's a close call, but I definitely I think it it matters on who's available at that time. If Joker's available, it's already rumors circling around. Relax, mm-hmm. some of the Bulls fans. We're not talking about trade talks today, no. or uh, uh, free agent accusations, none of that. But mm-hmm. AK, we you know he love uh, the Joker, and I love to see the Joker on my team. But yes. ultimately, I think Vuce walks, whether the Joker's available, he's gonna come over or not, simply because the Bulls they need somebody that can sew up that defensive end, but can also produce on the offensive end. So hey, and let me add something walks. like let me add something. I know what y'all thinking. How could we afford the Joker? Mm-hmm. That's me giving getting rid of DeMar DeRozan or mm. Zach Levine. I don't care. Give me the Joker <laughs> and give me one of those. Okay, guys. I didn't expect that. Me but, uh, yeah. you had some cognac, boy. <laughs> <A little> <laughs> bit. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't expect that one. Dang. But what I will say though is that if a if just think about this, right? As much as this is why I say Bulls fans who are fo- so focused on this three-year window because that's when we have DeMar. Just imagine if AK's long-term plan, because in that same offseason that that um, Vooch is a free agent, we can come off Alonzo's contract. I believe, mm. I mean, not Alonzo, Caruso's contract. Mm. DeMar, no. But with that being said, if AK and Eversley's long-term goal was to say, oh, no, we know we're getting Vooch in two years. This is, Listen, y'all think we're trying to compete now? Wait till these two years. The day I'm letting you know right now, somebody clip this and play it again. The day that the Bulls sign Jokic to a, a, a contract, I'm getting on this live stream and I am chugging a bottle of vodka to the head. <laughs> Y'all right now. Be damned. I'm gonna be so goddamn happy. Listen, I'm telling I, you. Listen, there are, there are two players that the Bulls can get that I do that for. One is is Joker. The other one is Brandon Ingram. I know not everybody. I just really like Brandon Ingram's I like him too. If the Bulls get either one of those two players, the live stream that you guys get <laughs> is going to be criminal. I'm guaranteeing the police are coming to my house. Because my neighbors are going to, the neighbors going to call the police like, I don't know if he's over there killing somebody. I don't know if he's having a party. <laughs> either way, we need the police to come immediately because I'm going to be in this motherfucker partying my ass off. Buy Make my sure you hit us show. up so we can do it Could together. Can you picture <laughs> a, a, a team with Lonzo Ball and Joker on the same team, dude? <laughs> you know the IQ on the floor with those two players, dude. It's gonna Man. be ridiculous, dude. I need yes. that. I need that guy on the on the floor. 
Hope for wishing, baby. Hopefully. It's just wishing. It's just wishing. Hey. Hey. Real. Never know. All right. Uh, since he mentioned Joker, Hayes got to bring up the hypothetical trade he mentioned a couple of months back that involved Joker. Did I bring? I honestly don't even remember what it was anymore. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even remember that I did that. To be honest with you, I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> so, hey. man. If All they right, want to trade now, they can have Vooch if they want. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if Joker is available, Vooch, right, just to make the contracts work. All right, here's the question. This is the question that I presented. If it meant giving up IO, because the the let's say the, the Nuggets say, All right, if we if we trade Joker, we gotta go to a mini rebuild. We want IO as our starting point guard. Do you give up IO for Joker? Bye. We still love you. We still love you. But you gotta go. But they gotta give us that little point guard they got out there from from, uh, Central America down there. I forgot his name. He's a really talented. They gotta give us that guy in Joker. But yeah, he's gone. Oh, and that's what I said too. People thought I was crazy. Like you can take Io. uh, Yes. You can take hell. Even if we gotta give up, throw in Kobe too. Like take Io, take Kobe. We still got Lonzo. We still got Alice Caruso. I'm good. I'm not even worried about it. Nope. Listen, Let's and go. that's the thing with Bulls fans is they want everything, but they want to keep everything. They want to, yeah. You got to give something up. You got to give, give up something. something up. And you know it's going to be a haul, especially yeah. if, like, look how many players the Lakers gave up for Russ Westbrook. He's not a bad player, but just look up who you want, Russ or the Joker. Everybody going to say the Joker. So you're going <laughs> to give up something. You're going to give up something. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, let's see what else we got. Nick Tolliver says Denver won't give up Jokic uh, up when they've consistently been in the convo to win it all. I prefer to give up Debo over Zach though, because then he may be on the deadline, not IO and Kobe. I see where you're going with that. I don't know if they, the thing, the reason why I didn't bring up the Debo thing is because to me, if the Nuggets are losing, and keep in mind, I'm not saying that the, that the Nuggets are going to say, hey, we're losing Jokic, we're just going to trade him. I'm saying, no, Jokic is saying, hey, I'm signing with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. We can do a, we can do a sign and trade if you want something back. Thanks. Um, If that happens, um, I don't think they take Debo back just because at that point they're re- everything know. that they do. They got a lot of talent on the team, but everything. What do you what, 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 Michael Porter Jr. is your new franchise player? Yeah, they got to take one. They can have they one. Can, I- they just <laughs> listen. I just don't know if they take Debo, but if they do, if they say, "Hey, we'll take Debo," just so we can say we got something. Listen, Debo, I love you, bro. You you have had one of my favorite singular seasons as a Bull. You have replaced Nate Robinson as my single season Man. Bulls. <laughs> like like, but you gotta go, bro. That's that's the MVP. Bro. You gotta go. Bro. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. It's business. It's nothing personal, Debo. Nothing personal, man. Nothing personal. Nothing personal. <laughs> Bill Mennington says uh, he would be happy to give up Paul and Kobe, but Io has to stay. I don't listen. Mm. I would trade. Like I, the reason why I don't say Paul is because I don't think that this front office is lo- lo- uh, looking to include Patrick Williams in any deal. No, but <laughs> I don't. Real. I don't give a damn what they asking for. You want the Jordan statue? We can trade you his jersey in the stands too. You can take all that. <laughs> For real. He said the statue. We need a championship. <laughs> I need to be able to fly back to Chicago and turn up. Man, listen. Oh God, listen. That's the way that I'm gonna be partying if that ever happens, man. Um, but all right, let's see what else we got. I think we're starting to slow them down. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up soon. Just need Zoe and AC back. Hayes uh minimizes their impact, but 
as others come and go, AC and Caruso will be the Bulls and run the team. Mark my words. Okay, no. First of all, as others come and go, no. AC is not long-term for this Bulls, especially. The no. moment that Io started developing, AC's tenure with the Bulls started started being a ticking. And that's not to say that I think they're going to trade him or anything. But when this contract's up, they're going to be looking at Io like, hmm, AC, we love you, bro. But bald-headed white guys only got we, – we, we met our quota for so long. <laughs> but And, and, and Zoe, Zoe and AC's impact on defense has been huge. I've never minimized their impact on defense. I've very much said that the way that they communicate with their players are what made this defense better when it was. I'm not saying that. I've just said that the, them being gone does not excuse the lack of effort that we get from defense. It does like. not excuse the lack of effort. Man, we can't get these people. We cannot get a Chicago Bulls passes because we got people out. We can't sit here and say, oh, we don't have this person, so that gives them a pass to play like crap. No. We got to hold this team accountable. And when we do hold this team accountable, Bulls fans, that's not us hating. That's us thinking objectively and wanting what's best for our damn team. So, in the long run, back to the subject, bro, like when it comes to that, man, Ayo. If it comes down to those two, you got to go with the younger guy, the more healthy guy so far, and the guy that probably will be on the same level as him when it comes time. So there you go. All I can say is that is preach. That's all I can say is preach. <laughs> too damn simple. It's too damn simple, y'all. Preach, preach, preach. Bulls Nation, y'all been going crazy for the last three days. Y'all calm <laughs> like, y'all ass down. Oh, man, this, <laughs> listen, this, this weekend is going to be crazy, especially since we don't play again until Monday and we play Philly on Monday. Bulls social media, oh everything is going to be crazy. The Bulls have lost four in a row. God forbid if we lose to Philly on Monday, too. Oh. It's going to be World War III. Everybody's going to be like, oh, we're not even going to make the playoffs. Gonna be like, oh, we're going to be in a play-in. Man, these Man, dudes been going crazy. Man. Uh, if Zion became available in Bulls, listen. No. Zion, no. no. I'm telling y'all, no. I, y'all, y'all, people be thinking I'm tripping. Zion Williamson no. at this point is fat Homer Simpson in a dress. <laughs> like, 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 y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. What the? Fuck? <laughs> Listen, do you know what? What? How much Zion would fuck up some Portillos? Like, come on, man. No, we gotta keep him out of Chicago, man. Come on. He has the nerve to have a two K commercial. <laughs> he bogus. He know he should have. The thing is, we've we've seen Zion on our TV. We've seen Zion on two K. More than yeah. we've seen Zion play actual basketball on their TV. That's bad. And the That's Mountain bad. Dew commercial as well, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> man. This guy, man. Nah, we good. They got that boy got Patillos, Harold's, <laughs> stack on the South Side of Chicago. That's hey, the breakfast spot. Let me ask y'all a question, man. Y'all already is, know. Is he more leaning towards a Greg Holden? Is he yep. gonna be Greg? It seems like it's going Holden. that way. Yeah. It seems like it's going that way. Now, I hope that he completely turns it around, right? I hope Me that too. whatever happens, he finds some motivation. Like, I don't know what it's gonna be that's gonna take it, but they need to get that man on track. They listen, I don't know what it's gonna take. I really don't know what it's gonna take. Like, you would looking at that New Orleans, looking at how New Orleans has <laughs> on, built bro. that team now, a healthy Zion on that team and the way oh, that yes. Brandon Ingram has developed. That's a playoff team. And Easily. Man. And McCullough. Easily. He ain't no Easily. Scrub, Come on. Man. McCullough yeah, and ain't McCullough no now to space the floor? Come on, man. He better leave that, that damn jumbo alone up there in 
New Orleans. He there's too much food out there. Well, that's yeah, that's why food. they shifted shipped his ass off to Portland so he can train. Because listen, he was eating too many beignets. Like, yeah, <laughs> man off. Like, like, come on, man. I'm I'm hey. hoping with with all with all the dispensaries in Portland. Hopefully, he's just smoking some good. Which man. you know when you smoke. But then you no, you eat again too. You so eat the motherfucker again. still eating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Hey, that gumbo do be hitting, y'all. Be hitting, man. <laughs> I know he be smashing. <laughs> man. I can see it all in his cheekbones. You been eating gumbo? Jesus, man. Uh, <laughs> Andre has a good point. Pelin's kicking themselves for past. Could you imagine Ja Morant on that team oh, with Brandon Ingram? <sighs> Yeah, you could you could just imagine John Moran on any team. That dude is special, dude. I'm gonna say I'm worried about how he take off now. We seen all this before. He played Shall like have. Derek. Yeah, that's John true. Gotta learn how to start Derek taking was. off now. That's true. All right, we're gonna, this is gonna be the last topic for today. This is a good one. Uh, Jamori Fowler says, Ooh. "I think Cat is a logical choice for the Bulls. Do you think that uh, that Cat is enough of an upgrade over Vooch?" Would you guys be happy if if so the Vooch, the year that Vooch is a free agent, if it's not Joker and it's and it's Cat instead, what are you guys happy with that? I will Am, be happy. But happy I will be that? I will be happy. Okay. More a uh, uh, more consistent three point shooter, more active on the defensive end, more offensive game. I'll be happy. Um, okay. let me ask a question before I add my answer. Uh, is can I is I'm picking whether I want Vooch or Cat? Yeah. Yes, but keep in mind, not this Vooch, even this. Vooch at that point would be a 33-year-old center, and Cat Williams would be, what, 28 at that point? Yep. Give me Cat. Give me Cat. Give me Cat. Even though he's not that better defensively than Vooch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the one why thing that I'll say about Cat, if it is Cat, please do not put him on any post-game interviews. That man's voice is so fucking <laughs> it Like so that, It literally looks like a 13-year-old's voice is coming out. Of, like You would never expect that voice to come out of, out of Carl Anthony Towns. But you hey. would never expect it. It's like I won when a three-point contest. <laughs> I won the three-point contest. I won it. You know what? That, that, that is the opposite of Prince. You know how Prince had that deep-ass voice when he talked, but you would yeah. see Prince and think he's gonna have a soft voice, especially with the way that he sounds. Yeah, that is, that is the opposite of that. The voice that comes out of that man's body is like, man, what the hell is wrong with you, man? For real, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Listen. Oh man, it's been dope, man. You the man, Hayes, man. <laughs> Definitely. I'm just crazy, bro. That's we all. Appreciate it, dog. Hey, I congratulations to you. Oh my yeah, guy congratulations well. to that man, Hayes. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. Locked yes, on. What is that? Locked on bulls. Baby. Yeah, locked on yes, bulls, sir. man. That's crazy, bro. Like I, seven months, man. I have no idea what 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 how I've gotten here in seven months, bro. I have no hey, idea. Man. That's good, man. Definitely happy for you. God take Appreciate care of his, bro. Appreciate it. He take care of his, bro. Man, listen. Oh, that's crazy. But all right. Um, go ahead and plug your channels, man. Any other thoughts that you guys want to share before you go? We got to get up out of here. It's almost midnight where I am. Uh, brother's tired. Me too. I'm not even gonna yeah, lie to you. I'm tired. Me too, man. Me too, man. <laughs> go ahead, nephew. Let him know, nephew. Child, I already know what to do, man. Like, subscribe, comments to my boy Hayes channel. And then once y'all get done doing that, go ahead and check out the Chicago Bull Show with the Cognac Boys. You know what I'm saying? At Cognac Boys, that's K-O-G-N-A-C. 
B-O-Y-Z on all platforms. It's all the same. And either whether we win or we lose, we're going to chill, kick it, and drink some cognac, baby. Yes, sir. And so, thanks. I want to thank my man, Hayes. Y'all y'all, go ahead, subscribe to us like my nephew said. And I appreciate you, big dog. Keep doing your thing, man. You're going right to the top. I can already see that. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Right to the top, big I appreciate dog. that, man. Y'all yes, already sir. know what that means to me. Um, make sure you guys are following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text or a voicemail, you can do that at 773-270-2799. That's it. I'm tired. Go Bull. See red. Y'all protect yourselves from the craziness we're about to see on social media <laughs> for the rest of the weekend. It's about to be a crazy weekend. But uh, see red we out this mug. Peace, y'all. <laughs> This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.